This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, episode number 147 for Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. 818-2021. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. Well, it's been a minute since we've done one of these, hasn't it? Sure has. It looks like some things have been going on. Some things have been going on. Um, anybody that's uh, watching right now, if you'd like to comment, if you're watching in the group, Coverband Central Group, make sure you click on the link that lets StreamYard show your name so we know who you are. But please say hello if you're watching right now. Tell us where you're from, and we will explain everything for those of you who don't already know why I have this tube in my nose. And we have, we have to keep in mind that we have an audio audience, too, that doesn't see us. So They have, have to, to imagine it. They have to imagine it. I have an oxygen thing in my nose uh, to breathe right now because I caught COVID uh, 19 and uh, I was I was down for the count for about three weeks um, and the, the the third week I was in the hospital in the ICU um, Jackie's in South Dakota hi Jackie and, and Jackie is a as a cat apparently <laughs> <laughs> kitty cat Jackie's cat. So uh, our last uh, was was hour was July thirteenth. So it was a, a little over a month ago, and uh, July fourteenth, the day after, was when I started feeling some cold symptoms, and then a um, couple days went and it, it felt worse. So I went and got a COVID test, and it came back positive, and felt like all right, I'm just going to ride this this out at home. Uh, that's what everybody else, a lot of people have done. Um, but I was, I was had a fever every day, and then after the, after about a week and a half or so, 
that's when the breathing started, uh, the breathing issues started. And I was, uh, uh, you know, had the fever, couldn't sleep at all. And I was having trouble breathing. So finally, I probably took a little too long to wait, but I finally called 911 and went to the hospital and uh they found that the co that i had, well i had covid but it caused pneumonia and three blood clots in my lungs which is what i'm dealing with now because I'm, I'm i'm past covid i'm covid free um but the the lung issue the blood clots is what is causing breathing problems and that's why i have to have oxygen spencer said he's glad i'm still here and said rock on dude because you're free. And James said, keep free on of COVID. Right. Um, and Steven said, us why I shouldn't make out with Tommy Drennan. But Tommy's so cute. That's, you know, I can't help it. Um, but anyway, uh, while I was in the hospital, the kind folks in the Curvent Central group, the moderators in there, set up a GoFundMe for me because I cannot work for the foreseeable future. I can't really even leave my house for the foreseeable future. So, um, and I, I, lo I lost a lot of work already. So the, uh, they set up a GoFundMe. I put the link in the description of this broadcast here. So if you want to chip in a buck or two, or at least share that, the link is in the description there. So you can check that out. Um, so. Um, Some good people over there at Cover Band Central, Steve, looking out for you. Yes, yes. Uh, really, I, 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 was, I was inundated with so much. Uh, so much love and concern w when I was in the hospital, so many calls, messages, texts, um, everything. And it was, it's, it really, really made a difference. It really helped me kind of stay, you know, stay positive. I never really got too negative or anything about any of it, but that really just was tremendous. Uh, the, the, the amount of, uh, feedback and love and care I got while I was in the hospital. And I was on the news too. You know that, right? Yeah, I saw you on the news. Yeah. The news that was on the local news. You were like, uh, forget this COVID stuff, man. Check out the wisdom hour on CBC episode 147. As soon as I get out of this hospital bed. <laughs> Coming to you soon. I tried I tried get to vaccinated. get I tried to get the guy to promote Cover Band Central. He did say it. He did <laughs> yeah. say it on air. He yeah. said Steve Steve Wichell Cover Band Central founder. Yeah, something, something like that. He said, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was I was the lead star. It was the top story on the news. On It was Thursday. Breaking news. Steve yeah. Wichel. Yeah, me in a hospital bed. The the, the guy did a, 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 a Zoom interview with me, and then uh, and then I was on, on the news. So. This and, just in. Steve, the gray witch, hospitalized next at 5. Right, right. So I was apparently at the beginning of this new resurgence of COVID uh, because now it's getting out of control again. And, it yeah. and I was at kind of at the start of that. So a month ago, um, and I was lucky. I was able to get a, a bed and I was able to get really good professional health care. Uh, and um, I like I, it, Steve. You're taking like a drummer, like you got there early. You got you know, ahead of time. You know, get the prime parking spot. Right, but I was lucky to get a bed, and there weren't uh, there weren't too many available. So um, 
Um, and now were there other people in the hospital wing with you also suffering with COVID? Was it a COVID wing? Yes, it was a floor, an entire floor that was built last year specifically for COVID patients. Not only that floor, but two floors above it as well, wow. specifically for COVID. So everybody, yes, in my on the floor I was on was there for COVID. Um, I didn't see any of them because I was in my room the whole time. Nice. You had your own private room, too. I did. Sylvia said she's in Michigan, and she said she's glad I'm on the men. Thank you, Sylvia. Um, yeah, it was actually a very nice room. It was. I had a nice view. I was on the 14th floor, so I had a really nice view of, of New Orleans, the city. And um, there was a couch in there and a recliner. and Plus you know, accommodations with COVID. Yes. And, uh, you know, TV with my remote, and I had light controls on my remote and everything. It was actually a pretty nice room. <laughs> like controls, like you're on stage. They yeah. Bring you like a paper base, like a cutout, like cardboard base. You could jam no. in your bed, like with lights going. No, you they should you have You wouldn't done. get winded because you were hooked up to oxygen, so you'd be in good shape. Right. The only thing was this monitor. I couldn't sing, though. No. There was this monitor that I had all these wires hooked up to me to, you know, to keep my tracking my heart, heartbeat, and, and, and my, uh, oxygen levels too and this monitor would just go haywire all like for no reason all the time it was and it would make no like these crazy noises uh, and that thing drove me absolutely nuts beep beep like i'm trying to sleep i'm just getting to sleep and then my heart rate's slowing down because i'm going to sleep beep 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 because my heart the thing thinks my heart's too slow now so it's a heart checker sleep wrecker <laughs> Tony's in. Uh, Nobody coming over to help me. Tony Lippis in Queensland. Queensland. Hello. Australia down under. Where it is. Oh, uh, and Marianne, of course, one of our moderators. She's And she's in Ireland. Glad to see that I'm getting better. It was scary there for a little bit. I, I have to admit the the couple days before I went to the hospital, I did. I considered that I might die from this because I, I was really having trouble breathing. And the first night in the hospital, I was thinking, there's no way I'm going to make it to the end of the week. I'm going to, I'm going to die here. Um, wow, so that's a, that's a pretty heavy experience, you know, to, to not only talk about, but to have to, you know, to, to face as a, a potential reality, you know, yes. in that, in that very moment. Yes. Yes. Um, very profound. I I'm say. sure. Yeah, I say very profound uh, shift in perspective. I'm sure after this whole ordeal, you know, having having experienced that, you know, I'm sure you have a different outlook now on the things you want to do. A little bit, yeah. I mean, there's still some cover band central stuff that I want to do that I had wanted to do before this. Um, so I'm going to proceed with that. But I think I told you, um, like, I, I'm eating chocolate pudding now. And I don't know why I have deprived myself of chocolate pudding for so long. But when I was in the hospital, they would give me chocolate pudding. And chocolate pudding is delicious. And, <laughs> and you were like, bring me more chocolate pudding. No dinner. Just I, no, I just knew, like, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to make sure I have chocolate pudding in the, in the house all the time. Are you eating chocolate pudding right now? No, but I have chocolate pudding in the refrigerator 
right. waiting for me. Lucas here. Lucas, uh, uh, the moderator that uh, in in the uh, Caribbean Central Group that set up the whole GoFundMe thing. Luke was um, tremendous help, <sighs> tremendously helpful. Um, as soon as I got in the hospital, he he contacted me, and every day he was checking on me. And even since I've I've been home been checking on me but he did all the work setting up to go fund me he did Good the man, Luke. Man. yeah he he did the research he checked out like exactly how to do it like he and i can't thank him enough man for for doing all that stuff that he did what a tremendous difference that that's yeah, huge mate in my life um greg is in canada um he said uh he's glad i'm starting to feel better and everybody else is putting in the location yeah because i said uh yeah, tell us where you're from. So, so that's my story. Anybody has questions? Greg said, "Way to go, Luke." Uh, but that link too is in the description here of this broadcast here for the GoFundMe. If anybody nice. wants to click on that and and throw in a, cup, a buck or two. Um, so, anybody has questions about this? I've I've answered so many questions on it. I've done on my personal timeline. I've done a couple videos like live streams, and I made them public so anybody can see them. So just check, look for me if you have more questions or you want to see more stuff about it, or you can ask me now. But we, we don't need to belabor this whole thing. Um, <clears throat> um, well, in a nutshell, you're on the mend. Brenda says, You'll be out of work for a while. I will People be out of work. To help. It sounds like all good, positive things coming out of the story. No wonder the news was all over you, Steve. They're going to be back for a second interview. You watch. They might. Maybe they'll come on the show. Maybe you can get that guy to come on the show. Nah. That's a great idea. Nah. Interview the interviewer. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'd be down for it. Although we are Facebook friends now. No, but we could tell him like, hey, we're doing this segment on the news. We want you to come on. Then we get him on and he's like, hey, Steve, and welcome, to Jer welcome Jerry to the show. And be like, hey, Jerry. How come you didn't talk about cover being essential at all when you're interviewing me in the hospital? You know, you have something against musicians? Like, uh, what's your thought on that? Just have, like, all loaded gun questions and start pounding them. That's not nice. He was very nice to me. Let's not not be mean. Okay. okay. He, he, he did a very good job with the with the report, so. No, he did. It was very cool. And you're right. It was, like, top story, like, breaking news. It was. It, and it had an important message, you know, that it's, it's not a joke. Just right, because just because you got COVID and and didn't you know fare that 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 poorly, and you know a week later you were on the men, a lot of people you know got really bad cases of it, severe enough to, to you know to die from it, and, yes. or be hospitalized like you were, you know. Yes, um, and it's 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 coming around again. Bruno here is in New Zealand, back in lockdown again for three days. Yeah, uh, and it's it's, it's it's yeah that's that was my message and. They kind of uh, tried to spin it a little bit I, I, on the news that, you know, that, that I was my important message to everybody was go get the vaccine. I did say that, but I didn't say it in that context, really. But they tried to spin it that way. But I, I, I didn't have a problem really with them doing that because had I gotten the vaccine, I would not have gotten that sick. You know, so I wish I did get the vaccine prior to it. I didn't make it a priority. I, I, I considered, I, I considered, yes, yeah, I'm going to get the vaccine, but I, it seemed like everything was fine. It seemed like everybody's out. Nobody's wearing masks anymore. 
everything's fine. It's not it's so much in the news. The curve is um the has gone down. There's no hurry for me to go get the vaccine. That was my thinking, and obviously I was wrong. Obviously, it was a mistake. I should have made it a priority. And you know, tough lesson to learn. But but I would say to anybody out there, this anti-vaxxers and all this stuff going on, it's crazy. You have the right to do whatever you want. It's your fun, whatever. You make your own decisions. But you don't want to get this, 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 this virus. You don't want it. You know, it sucks. And it, it affects everybody differently. But you want to roll the dice like that on your on your life, on your health. I would say go get the vaccine because you're not going to get that sick. Everybody that's gotten the vaccine, nobody has gotten that sick and nobody's died, right? No, not that I know of. Yeah, so there you go. And at, at the very least, wear your mask too. Now, I mean, I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to get a face shield. I'm going to have like a Darth Vader mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Are storm, you going to think you can talk to? Like, yeah. Steve, Cover Band Central, I am your leader. Right. Uh, Machi or Mackie is a composer from Philippines. How are you doing? I, I had a, one of the nurses, a male nurse, when I was in the hospital was from the Philippines. And he was telling me that people in the Philippines, if they're, if they're sick with COVID, they are, they're only allotted a certain amount of oxygen. It's like, it was like 50 liters and that's it. Once they, once they're done with that, that's it. It's done. You can't have any more. And like, I mean, that's just horrible because I, I, I'm in this privileged country, the United States, where I, I have this, which is hooked up to a, a, a generator, unlimited oxygen. It's just a, 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 or, or a compressor, one of those. Right, but it's a compressor. But at the same time, like you said, you have unlimited supply of oxygen. It's unlimited. making oxygen. Yeah. So, I mean, the Philippines, I mean. Need to get some compressors. I mean, it's just, and it's like the United States, we're lucky here because we have this, the, uh, an, an awesome healthcare system, but it's not like that everywhere. And this, this virus is everywhere. So. That it is. Uh, um, all right. Greg said he's fully vaccinated, but waiting on test results. He may have a breakthrough infection in one week, not feeling well, even if possible, able to take be home, take care. Yeah. Listen to the science. Yes. Just listen to the science, the, the medical professionals. Um, but that's the thing to people that are. Did, did his logo say bag of hammers? I don't know. Let's look again. Bag of hammer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That might be his band. That's a good name for a band, bag of hammers. Bag of hammers. Um, but people that have been vaccinated are testing positive. I have a bunch of friends here in New Orleans that have tested positive, and some of them were vaccinated. Well, like you said, though, but they're not getting hammered, you know? <clears throat> they're getting right. sick, but they're getting through it. They're not getting a bag of hammers either. No, they're definitely not getting hammered. But my whole band got everybody tested positive. I was the one that got it the worst. I was the only one out of everybody that ended up in the hospital. Everybody, all the musicians in New Orleans. So wow. for some reason, I got it the worst. Like you said, everybody's body, you know, reacts to it differently, you know, yes. whether you're vaccinated or not. Yes. Um, yeah. And Stephen uh, said 
He had it in November. He wasn't very sick, but he got the vaccine just in case. Good. I will be doing it very soon. I'll be going out and getting the vaccine. How long do you have to wait until you're eligible to get it? I was told I can go right away. Then what are you waiting for? Um, just to have the enough energy to get out and go go do out. It. Yeah, because I have these portable oxygen tanks, so I'll I'll probably. Um, have you ventured out with any yet? With the, with the portable oxygen tank, have you done just any to, test runs? Ju- just to go take the garbage out and get the mail. That was it. And it's it's so friggin' hot here, so it's like the air quality is tar- terrible. So it's not really a good time to go out with with a with <laughs> yeah. a bre- with a breathing problem. <laughs> That's for sure. That's a good good call there, Steve. Um, um, yeah. I I mean, Stephen saying. Uh, I'll have antibodies for six months, but the doctor told me differently. So um, I'm just going to go right away. So anyway, all the talking that we have done, you and I have done over the last year or so since this whole thing started. And then finally, bam, I get it. So, yeah, like you said, it's right when everyone lets their guard down, you know? Yeah. As soon as everyone started, like it, it, you think it's gone, but it's really not. And then it comes back, like you said, with the vengeance, because, just like last time, you know, it sits around for a couple of weeks before you start feeling the symptoms and it's too late. Yes. So. So we, weeks before you got sick, you were probably exposed to it, you know? Right. I, I probably had it at least, I would say at least a week before I I went and got tested. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying, and week before that, you were probably exposed to it. Yeah, so it's more than likely that I got it playing while I was out playing a gig. Sure. Now, any any other talk around town of other bands, people getting sick and the different, you know, throughout the Bourbon Street? Well, the different. Yeah, clubs. yeah, a lot of like I said, a lot of my musician friends have tested positive. Nobody's yeah. gotten really, really sick, but it's 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 been going around, and now it seems like. We might be headed like this guy from New Zealand said they're locked down. It seems like we might be headed that way again because now I'm seeing uh, uh, events get canceled. Uh, I saw Garth Brooks today canceled his tour, COVID concerns. Uh, we had Jazz Fest, it was supposed to be in October here, canceled. Yeah. French Quarter Fest, supposed to be in October, canceled. Um, so it's looking like. We're headed back to that direction. I don't know if we're going to get on full lockdown again, but it's not it's not looking good. Let's hope not, you know. But but you're right. I'm we're already seeing mandatory masks and you know vaccination cards to get like in the Madison Square Garden, you know, and and not just show the card. You have to log on to a website and they have to you have to prove that you're actually vaccinated. They won't let you in. And then uh, you know, same thing. They're saying that a lot of these states are running out of beds now again. Yes. And Marianne's in, in Ireland. She said they haven't, they still haven't even opened fully. No gigs unless you can play outside. So, wow. Yeah. So, there's parts of the world that never even got back open like we did in the United States. We're, we're freaking impatient. Yeah. And like I said, I've been gigging past, you know, over the past three weeks, we had gigs and, uh, you know, two outdoor, one indoor. Yes. Let us talk about your gigs. Tell us all. About your most recent gigs. So, so I don't know if we talked about the, the rain gig at all. Was that before COVID? Before so I played my, a, before I played my a gig. COVID? Yeah, it was an outdoor gig. Um, great I, venue. 
Yes. And it was the weather was kind of sketchy, like 30% chance of like an afternoon passing shower. Right. But it was absolutely beautiful outside. So everyone said, you know, let's go for it. And there was a canopy overhang with like a sunscreen on it. And the guy gave us a couple of tarps and some garbage bags and said, you know, if it rains, at least you can cover up, you know. And so we're out playing and it, it, it's 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 sunny. It's beautiful. You know, we play the first set, second set, start the third set. And all of a sudden it goes from sun. It gets a little overcast within like five minutes. You know what I mean? And then it's like tick, 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 you know, a couple of drops of rain. And it's just like, <laughs> like downpour, like pulled the tarp over everything, like covered the drums and everything, made like a, a tent out of the tarp. And then everyone, of course, cleared out and went inside, you know, but it roared rain like that for probably 15 minutes and then slowly tapered off. So the only way to to break down was underneath the tarp. So I was underneath the tarp like I propped it up with cymbal stands and made like four corners and then worked underneath the tarp. But because it had rained so, you know, violently so quickly, everything was soaking wet. Right. I had to like wipe every single thing down before putting it in the cases, you know. Yikes. Otherwise, it's it, yeah, not good. So we did that. Um, just uh, Tony said, uh, Delta is hitting Australia hard. Some states in total lockdown. Business is closed for good in some cases. Wow. Hey, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, so then the following week we played um, Orange Lantern in Paramus. Yes, yes. What a, what a dive that place is. Orange but, Lantern, uh, just describe it for the folks at home. Okay, so it used to be what the Orange Lantern is all okay, about. So this is where Tony yeah. and I met. This is where we first yeah, first I, we did. You I was I was subbing for his band, and this place called the Orange Lantern, the OL for people in the know. It's in Paramus, New Jersey. Yes, the OL. So the OL twenty years ago. Yes, had this little crappy stage with a railing in front of it. Yes. With a small opening with a little piece that juts out for like a singer to stand on. Yes. A crappy PA that was always a, a complete mess. And you would have to get there like five hours before the gig to try and figure out the cables and what band was here the night before and who did what. And then as soon as you walk in, the guy's asking you, how many people are you bringing? And then the girls come up to you telling you, you know, it can't be too loud and, and you need to watch me because if it's too loud, I'm going to give you a high sign. Like I'm going to give you one of these and then you're going to know that's too loud and you got to bring it down. And that's before you've even loaded in. You're already getting like the rundown on. And, you know, once you're loaded in, you can't put anything on the floor. The stage can't be blocked. Everything you own has to fit on the stage. Right. So and the course, bar, it's, it's a bar slash restaurant, right? It's yeah, it's like, a, it's, same, it's like right? a big bar room, and then next to it is an equal size dining area. Dining room, it, you know, and there's a dartboards there. People like yeah. people yeah. play darts. Big, yeah, big oval bar, but right. uh, interesting clientele. You know, very mixed bag there. Right. But the biggest challenge as soon as you walk in the door is that the stage is like minuscule, tiny, very and small, and you can't set the drums up in the middle because there's no way to get to the right and left because the railing's there. Right. So I jammed caddy corner behind the railing and took up one half of the stage and then the other guys took up the other half like you know i played diagonal facing them right like caddy corner and then the the, the lead guy was out front you know on the little platform right and same thing dude now 20 years later we roll up there the first thing the girl's saying is like you know it can't be too loud you can't have stuff on the floor the guy's like you're bringing people right like i just started laughing i'm like this is it this is the same exact way it was 20 years ago same people same bartenders, same, <laughs> no, you know, yes, no. same manager girl, same, same owner, dude, all the same people. I kid you not. 
I have pictures. Not. I have pictures from the OL from 20 years well, you ago. Bre- you break them out, and I'll show you. They're, I they're will. Be the same people that just be 20 years older. But nonetheless, great sounding. I bet you I could find stage. some. Right no, stage, yeah, stage mix. Great, great stage mix. Like, it sounded awesome. But you were well. using the PA from their no, PA? No, no, no. Now, so since all this happened, there's no, there's no more PA. You have to bring your own PA. Okay. They have lights. That's all they have there is lights. Um. No discount for the band for drinks or food or anything. No full price. I don't think we ever pay. got. I don't think we no, ever got. We one. used to bring our own beers and in, in, in a cooler <laughs> right. and drink. You know, say, that's what I do now. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, it's a good gig. Just you know, kooky place. And and the thing about the Orange Lantern was <laughs> it was it was open until three or four o'clock in the morning. So two a.m. when all the other bars closed, that place got like a hundred jammed in it for from between two and three o'clock. So you made sure you had your set, your best songs at the end of the night because all of a sudden at one o'clock the place just exploded and became, you know, like Mayhemville. Because every yeah. drunk person from every bar within twenty miles of there came went there because the only place that was still open. And yeah. had music going until four in the morning. Well, no more. Now you play eight thirty to eleven thirty, and they're done by twelve thirty. They're locking up. Oh, because because of COVID. Yes. Yeah. Well, isn't that a shame? Because mm-hmm. that, yeah, that was the place, the the last place you could go in that area, to where there was a bar open with. Yes. You know, with. And then last weekend we played Sunday. I played outdoors at JNS Roadhouse up in West Milford by me, uh-huh. and uh, it was great. You know, there's you know 100 people there at least. It was a beautiful day outside, um, packed. You know, it's 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 a biker type bar, so a lot of people out on bikes. A lot of you know families there. A lot of people came out to see the band. Uh, it was really really good gig. Band sounded great. Um, you know, they've been playing there for probably like four or five years before I even joined the band. So they're tight with the owner. They're okay. like on the regular circuit with those guys, you know, so they have a lot of following a lot. They, they draw really well there. Nice. Yeah. So it was great, you know, great gig. And like I said, the weather, it was like, like top three days of the summer. Like it was just beautiful. It was like 78 degrees out, a little bit of a breeze, you know, outdoors. It was, it was just nice to be outside. It was beautiful. All right. So I found... I'm trying to find some OL pictures. Yeah, pictures, orange banner pictures. Here we go. Because I know I have, I know I have some somewhere, but um, but orange lantern, same exact everything, dude. Same layout, same decor, same people, same hassle, just everything exactly the same as it was 20 years ago. All right, nothing, I can't. Nothing has changed. I can't find any pictures. I, I'm sure there are ones in here. I'm just like skimming through my my old. Band. That's that's okay. We don't need to get in publicity. They, they do fine on their own. I know, but since we're talking about it, I want to show people, you know, show people just what really goes on at the Orange Lantern. Show show them what it looks like. Give them some visual, you know, <laughs> like be like multimedia here. You need a visual of the stage for sure. That would be a very telling. Uh, and Jim Albrecht <laughs> wants Jim Albrecht wants to know Tony with your left. Oops, wrong one. With your level of experience, why are you still playing a dump like the OL? <laughs> Jim because, because the band that I, I joined and I'm playing with, it was already booked on their schedule. But rest assured, we will not be playing there ever again. I can guarantee you that. You know, you know it was Gre- a fun gig. Greg Cat- never heard of Caddy Corner before. In Canada, we call it a Kitty Corner. K- 
kitty corner. Yeah, catty corner. Catty, kitty, catty, kitty. A skew, 45-degree angle. Luke, I don't know what this link is that he put up, but it's huge. I can't put that up here. Um, huge! Um, yeah, uh, Mac, Mackie, Matchy, asked us inspirations to compose a lot of songs. That asked us twice. Um, we, we focus more on covers here at Cover Van Central rather than composition, writing. So, but inspiration, just draw inspiration from your life. Anything that inspires you in your life. And uh, and you get, could listen to your favorite cover band music and draw from that as well. There you go. Oh, this is a stage pit. I don't know if I can show this, Luke. See, because that's all I get. That's what I get, Luke, <laughs> on my end. A lot but, of info uh, there. Yeah, a lot, lot of info. But I guess if you're in the group or on the page, you can click that link and see a stage pick of the Orange Lantern. And I so, know Albrecht loves the Orange Lantern, so he's just busting chops. He'll play there he heart, heartbeat in a second he'd be there. In his pajamas. For sure. I know it. I know. Um, but that's good. But the other thing, and now for longtime listeners of the CBC Wisdom Hour, uh, when we were just audio, because we were just audio for most of the time, and we started uh, doing video, the live, what we're doing here now. We started doing that. When did we start doing that? This year? Mm, yeah, episode 120-something, I believe. 120-something. Um, so. But each year, each July. Hang on. Freddie, look up when we started with the videos. All right, thanks. Yeah, see, He's see Jim. Jim, so remember when the sound system was in the closet? You had to literally leave, <laughs> leave the page and squat some feedback. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Now there is no more closet or PA system. You just do your own gig. Right. But yeah, you have to come down, walk around the railing, come out to the front where the crowd is, open the door, and then mess with the stuff. Right. Good times, man. Good times. Oh, well. I had some great times at the OL. I had some great, great memories from that. We saw funny stuff at the OL. Especially in that last. That, that's where Steve asked the girl when she was due, and he and she said, "Doing what?" <laughs> I'm and not he's pregnant. Like, he's, like, he's like, you know, the baby. That was classic. Ah, uh, no. All babies. right. So, so we've talked about this every year on on the uh, the audio podcast. Every July, you go on vacation with your family and and friends and and whatnot. Yeah. To sense. to the to the to the Jersey Shore somewhere. Yeah. Yep. LBI, yep. I think. Yeah. Did you go to LBI this year? Yes, I did. Where in LBI? To uh, North Beach Haven. North Beach Haven. LBI is Long Beach Island, uh, which is New Jersey Shore, and you went to North Beach Haven, which is beautiful. All of LBI is beautiful. I used to play there every Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, in in Beach Haven. I believe so we're it was. down like the south end of the island, and it's beautiful, private beach, you know, where we stay. So it's it's nice, right? And every year now for twenty years, yeah. I'm told, you have built a, a sand castle. Now calling it a sand castle does not do it justice. So, but it is a castle made of sand. Steve. It is a castle, but it is much so much more than a castle. It is a city, I would say. 
or at least so, it's so, so it has grown when the kids were little we used to make snow castles like snow forts you know when they would plow all the snow up into big piles we would dig into it and like make tunnels and all kinds of stuff so we go to the beach we would build a sand castle but we would build like a fairly big one it started off like maybe five or six feet wide you know with the different actually i'm gonna go back and try to find like old pictures of it to do like a video timeline for 20 years that we've been doing it i told but, you man we you yeah. need to our website and everything but to your to your point, yeah. Jimmy managed the website. I get that going with sandcastles. We're working on the idea, but um, anyway, so yeah, so it evolved from a you know a, a robust like sandcastle esque thing into this gigantic, like you said, a village. Or I think this year it was like sixteen or eighteen feet long. It was like, you know, 15 feet deep and it was like built into the side because the way that my inspiration was because the one morning I went to the beach, the tide had come in and it made a vertical shelf, like a drop off. Okay. So I got there early, set up my stuff because then they come with a bulldozer and they doze it down. And they take the edge off it so that people aren't breaking their necks to get down to the water. Right, right, right. They create a slope. Right. So I cordoned it all off and I started building immediately. So when the bulldozer guy came, I like stopped him and said, dude, can you go around me? Because I'm building yeah. a man castle. And he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then he went around me and then he yeah. dozed the rest of it. So I had this like nook where the beach was kind of down. And then all of a sudden I had my village going there. But over the years you develop, you know, I've learned different tricks and different ways to save time and different techniques you could use, you know, just from trial and error of doing it. And yeah, this year, every year I say it's the best one we've ever done. And this year was by far the best one I've ever done. Me and me and Cole, my youngest son did it together. And every year we describe it, but this year is the first year that we're doing yes. a video podcast. You're so right. not only are we going to describe it, we're going to show you. Wow. Here we go. Here we go. Sandcastle mania on the CBC wisdom hour. And there it is. Tony. On the beach, LBI with. A, yes, my a, sand village. Sand village. And there's a couple pictures here. You got to zoom in. Yeah, you got to see like the detail because it took a lot of time to. I cannot. All the different details. I cannot zoom in here. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Oh, maybe I can. But here you see the 2021. Yeah. There. And. um, Yeah. And the American flag is a nice touch. But the staircases over here, it's a little wall. I mean, let me see. Yeah, there's, there's a turtle in the middle. That's a little, this little castle here. Yeah, so that little peninsula coming out has the three three piers on it, you know, in this up to the left there. And the middle, the second one from the right has a turtle on top of it. That's why I said if you zoom in, like there's all kinds of details. I, I think I worked on it this year for almost 10 hours. That's it? Yeah. You know, on and off all day. I started. Looks... I started bright and early. You know, I got. I was down at the beach like six thirty because the sand was still nice and damp, so you can carve into the into the side of the wall. You know what I mean? There we nice go. Sand castles. All right, and there's a, a another. Yeah, there's group the group shot with the castle. Group shot with the castle, and you can so you can kind of get an idea of the scale size wise of it because of all the people standing back there. Yeah, it's twelve or thirteen. And there's another. That's a nice picture. There's yeah, another. There's there a uh, there's another picture. The lighting's not as good, but no, because that's nighttime when the tide started coming in. That was the last picture before it was destroyed. Right. 
If you look down in the bottom left corner there, you can already see that the, the block yes. wall has been breached. So when you say destroyed, do you just let the tide come yes. in? Well, well, we, well, no, typically what I would do is my nephews would be there and they're little. They're like, you know, six and four or six and three. And they uh -huh. would, you know, once it was all done at the end of the day and everyone took pictures and it was like, the, you know, had enough of the sandcastle, I would let them be like Godzilla and they would destroy <laughs> I love it. Like so, all, so all day, you know, when we're building it, they helped it. This year, they helped build it, and then they were like, "Can we destroy it now? Like, can we wreck it?" I was like, that no, is not, not yet, that, not yet. That's fun though, and yeah. Greg, Greg thinks it's incredible. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it gets quite the attention on the beach, man. People take pictures, and they constantly tell me, like, the guys, like, dude, I just posted this to my Instagram page, and I said I I built it, so thank you. Yes. And I'm like, more power to you, brother. It's all good. It's a, quite a conversation piece, young it's, and old. I think the it, youngest kids I talked to were like six and seven, and then I had a guy in this probably his nineties that came up that was talking to me about it. So it's a good it, conversation piece, you know. Sure. If I was walking down the beach and I saw that kind of construction, I would definitely stop and ask questions. I would take pictures. I would want to know more information. And the best part is like the little kids come up and they're like, dad, like with their father. And they're like, dad, we need this. And the guy's like, thanks for setting the bar. I appreciate that. <laughs> like he's just got one little bucket. Like yeah. Well, that's it. You got to bring stuff. Like, I mean, I bring, I brought like, the, you know, you get smart. Like I bring like a real shovel, not like a beach shovel. I bring like a real, like a true temper garden shovel. Like you'd have on a construction site, you know, oh, yeah. I bring like a real rake, bring like big buckets, you know? things to compact the sand with it makes such a big difference in saving your time you know and you get well, the, sure. you, you got to get you got to be a mixologist you got to have the right mixture for the sand you know because once you you lay it down it's wet and when you compact it like super compact it then when it dries it's like granite like it dries super hard you know like it it withstands the uh you know the elements but you definitely have to build a seawall in the front because once the tide starts coming in it's, it's amazing how as soon as the water touches it it's gone Right. Like, I mean, instantaneously, it's not like, like if you have that, the, the one peninsula, like the turtle on top and like a little decorative thing on it, the wave comes and like rolls over that. It's just a mound. Like everything's gone. It's amazing. how the, the ocean just completely wipes it out. Like in one shot, like not even like a couple of waves to pound it in like one good wave. And this, the whole thing is gone. It's yeah. just, a, it's just an, a silhouette of what it was. Uh, Luke said next year, they need a huge CBC logo sand sculpture with a full band. Okay. So, uh, so put that on your to-do list. I'll start working on that. Yes. Yeah, so I'll get some next. band guys. We'll make a stage in the middle and get some plastic guys to jam on it. Maybe we'll change the theme. Yeah. Steven said drummers have to be able to do more <laughs> than just drum. It's true. Simply amazing job. Tony Steven said, Steven you, is brother. a singer. Uh, by the way, Steven's a great singer here in new Orleans. And, uh, he was, he was playing with Rockbox for a minute and, uh, he's out and about doing his thing. Very cool. Um, so yeah um yeah good stuff amazing first year we can actually show it like you said that's that's fun because we, we talk about it every year and i'm like oh, if, you could only, if you could only see it you know you could only but see it. i'd say the past five years it's really ramped up to be like they're they're that of that scale you know yes. prior years they were a little bit smaller but just, just as intricate you know the steps and stuff like that i'll have to give you um i did like a drone like a flyover video with my phone as if i was a drone oh okay and you can see like all of the detail, you know, there's, there's so much detail in it. If you get up close, it's, it, that's what took the time, you know, building the actual, you know, 
structure or we'll say the form and then, you know, adding all the, the decoration to it. That's what takes the time. Right. You know, it's grunt work for like an hour and a half in the morning. That's why I try to do it first thing before the sun's beating on you, you know, because right. you're basically just digging a big hole and piling up sand and making buckets and smashing it on the ground and taking a boogie board and like jumping on top of it to compact it. And then you, you, you know, slide it across and make it smooth. And then this way, then you have time to hang out and do other things while that's drying. Like you don't have to be in a rush to build it. You know, you learn that over time too. Like if you build the whole foundation thing and you get the basic structure there and it's all nice and neat and you take the time to make it all like buttoned up when you start, then when you go back later to do things to it, like cut in steps and things like that, it's like, it's easy because it's already dry and you're right. not trying to touch it. You know, the mistake I made in the past was you would build it and then before it was completely dry, you go back and trying to start fixing things and it was drying because the sand wasn't wet enough and you're wrecking things as you're working on it. Right. And you have to start early too, so you can find somebody to hold up your blueprints. That yes, you, that correct. You, that you drew. I, I told you these two. These two little kids came up to me. They were like, "Hey, Mister, are you a professional sandcastle builder? Like, is this what you do? <laughs> and how long did it take you? And how wet did you have to make the sand? And is this the first time you've done this? Do you come here all the time? Do you do this other places? What other beaches do you go to? How many years you've been doing this? Is your family here? Did anybody help you? How long did it take? When did you start?" <laughs> That just like that, like rapid fire, boom, 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 boom. Right. I, I, I but they were very appreciative though. They, they thanked me sure. at the end and said, they, and, "Thank you for making this beautiful sandcastle. We really enjoyed it. Have a good day." Yes, they're fun kids. Yes, and that's when I suggested that you should do the the sandcastle tour, the Tony B sandcastle castle tutorial tour, where where you uh, you teach people all over the world how to build. Yes, sand sands castle cities. And I'll bring sand to places that don't have it, like yeah. go to Switzerland or Poland, and have you know a beautiful sand. Well, you may do it with snow. You could. I have to practice with that though. It might be a little more difficult. Well, yeah, because snow melts and it's cold. This is true. But I bet but, you if you had a blowtorch or a way to heat it up quickly and make it melt together, you could probably make some pretty cool stuff. There you go. See, now you're already thinking. Ice castles. Iceandsand.com. Check it out. Right. <laughs> Tony B. I got a new show coming on A&E, too, right after Guy Fieri. Tony, Tony B's Ice and Sand. Yes, Iceandsand.com. Castles. Okay. Castleking.com. Um, I see Stephen wants to know, have you done it on white sand beaches? Is that harder? And I think you've only done it in Jersey, right? Well, Steve, when I traveled to the Bahamas back in 82, the white sand there was not quite as adhesive. The, the cohesive properties of the white sand is not quite as binding as the Jersey Shore. Black sand, however, has a whole different component to it. It's, it's you know, a whole different animal. Right. But so, again, if you want to find out more, go, please go to my website, iceandsand.com. Tony B's Ice and Sandcastle structures. You all about it. Steve is my but, new Sandcastle manager, so okay. he'll he'll talk a bit to you about fees and booking arrangements. I have a lot of free time, appearances and stuff like that. Correct. And we, he needs the money, so I'm d donating all the proceeds from my first five Sandcastle tours to Steve's GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, and the link is in the description for that. Anybody else wants to donate? Uh, Jersey is way more sticky in more ways than one. Stephen, Jersey is way more sticky. He's got that right. Sticky yes. fingers too. Yes, sticky everything. So, uh, good stuff though. And as a drummer, I know all about sticks and sticky stuff. Sticks, sticky. You got to stick to those sticks. <laughs> got to get the sticky stuff for the sticks. Yeah. 
Wow, um, you got your running with the devil. Whistle. Yeah, I it it takes the wind out of me though. If I try, <laughs> if I blow too hard, it's very loud too. Should try, try back off the mic a little bit with that. Thing. All right. There you go. Nice. That's very okay. loud too. That's it. Yeah, it's a good microphone. So I'm just gonna start going like right in my mic or no 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 that's very loud i know it's super loud um I think how loud it's going to be when you have your darth vader covid mask on you can be like today on cbc you're killing that's me. not going to be good steve we got it billy we got to get in, like a stand-in for like an interpreter for steve when he's on the darth vader thing yeah but I really the, I, my guys all... are very busy this week Yes. In all seriousness, I do not know when I could go back to work because, like, I sing, you know, and I I, I can't like, sing. I that. sing, man. I sing in the band. I can't sing right now. I mean, I can sing. I just can't, like, sing, sing, like, on stage, project. Uh, I would run out of breath too, <laughs> too, I would, too quickly. I can't, I wouldn't be able to play. Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kryptonite would be my kryptonite. It would be. Um, COVID night. <laughs> it really actually kind of sucks. But I, um, every day I take this out and I, I try to do something like normal to see, see, you know, see if I'm getting any, any better. And you it play seems... nose harp when you take it out. Hmm? Do you play nose harp when you take it out? Do you go? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't tried that, but I will try that. Try it tomorrow. Sounds like fun. Um, it's a good way to pass the time. But I'll, I'll do something like I'll, you know, just something simple like brush my teeth or wash the dishes with it out and see. And, and then I check. I get my little finger monitor thing. So I'll check and see if my blood uh, oxygen level dips pulse, below pulse ox. below 90 because um, it's it should be 90 or above. Yeah. And, below, and it below, does. Even below 95 is no bueno. Yeah. And it does. Uh, it drops pretty quickly still. So. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be quite a while before I actually am able to go out and play again. Um, mm. and, um, they, the doc said six months at least to clear up the blood clots. So, so yeah, so that's why the GoFundMe thing is very helpful because I can't work. Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to be into winter time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but who knows what's going to happen with everything else? Because it seems like we're headed back towards lockdown stuff they're already doing the um you have to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test for to get into places here like restaurants and stuff i'm not sure about bourbon sure. street yet well are the clubs still open are the bands still out playing like is your yeah. band up and running yeah yeah they're still playing so but are they are they have to wear masks or anything not that I am aware of, no. Interesting. Lisa, Lisa said COVID can be serious. All jokes aside, I know Lisa, Lisa, because I had it, and I, I, I had it really bad. So, um, yeah. So it, it is no joke. The whole thing. So, I mean, we're trying to be a little bit light here, but it is no joke. Um, no, that's why I'm amazed that if they're still the clubs open and no one's wearing masks, it's like it's you're gonna you're heading to lockdown because it's gonna just keep going, it's gonna keep escalating. You know? I, I think the staff is from like pictures I've, I've seen on yeah, Facebook. But if you got a hundred people in a room, you know, and they have no masks on, but you're you know, 
Yeah, I, I, it's it's as simple as that. If if you don't have if you didn't get vaccinated and you're not wearing a mask, you're going to catch this virus. Yeah, you're just going to. It's there's no way you're not going to because it's out there and it's very it's highly contagious. And there's a lot of people just walking around carrying it, even if they're asymptomatic or yeah. or, or if they, they got the vaccine, they could still get it, still catch it and pass it on to other people. So if you're not protecting yourself, you're going to catch this. And you don't want it. You don't you definitely don't want it as bad as I got it. It's horrible. Well, that's the thing. You don't know how, what you, you know your body's reaction to it is going to be. It could be mild. It could be severe like you had. You know, right. You just don't know until you get it. Right. So, you know, if you don't want to find out, then, you know, like you said, take every precaution you can to not get it. Okay. Olivia's jumping in here late and she said, do you guys have COVID? Uh, Tony does not. I did. I do not anymore. I do not. Um, but I was I hospitalized for a week um, because of uh, COVID and pneumonia and three blood clots in my lungs uh, as a result of COVID. So that's why I have this tube here. I, I'm going to be on oxygen for a while. Oxygen, by the way, is fantastic. I love it. I've, I've heard it's very good. Very good. It, it's, it's tasty. It's crisp. It's clean. It's crisp and clean. It's, 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 it smells great. And Endl it, endless supply. Endless supply. And it keeps you, it keeps you living. Now, can you crank that thing up and have like different levels of oxygen? Sure. Wow. But it's inadvisable because yeah. too much oxygen is also bad for you. Gotcha. It's it's uh, you need to optimize the intake of the oxygen. Yes. When I first I, I'm on three liters right now, when I was first in the hospital last not last week, two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago, I was on 15. Wow. Liters. Yeah. And then they knocked me down to 10 and I was on 10 for a couple of days. And what is that? 15 liters a day? No, it's it's a setting. It's a, it's the setting. It's the fifteen. Yeah, it's. A, a, I don't know exactly how it works, but my but setting right in, now is. But if you live in South America, when you get to fifty, you're done. Uh, the Philippines, yeah, yeah. I don't know about South America, but um, but it went down to ten for a couple of days, and then they were kind of incrementally going down, like to eight, to seven, and um, and now it's set at three. And like the, the guy who brought it here, which was right after I got out of, out of the hospital, he was here within a half hour after I got home, set up the, the compressor for me. And I said, well, how do I change the setting? I said, how, what if I want more than three liters? He goes, you don't want to do that. You, you, don't, <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want more than that. He said, that's bad for you too. I said, well, what if I want to turn it down? Well, yeah, okay, you turn it down here. Um, yeah, see? But yeah, and he was but, like, "Look at the studio. You're you're Steve Witcher from Cover Band Central." Oh, dude, he's like, "I'm gonna hook you up with some free oxygen. Turn it up, turn it down, fifty liters, as much as you want, whatever you need." Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's getting canceled in 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 Norway yet, Steve. Uh. In where Norway? Uh, in New Orleans. Um. Olivia said. Everyone I know had COVID at some point. I had never had it somehow that you know. Also, how often do we guys we do go live? We uh, Tony and I do this every week, usually on Tuesdays. Yeah, um, and we do it at eight o'clock Eastern time uh, uh, p.m. And 
so we do it once a week. I do a daily video uh, Monday through Friday during the day at random times. But the our past videos, Olivia, you can find on our YouTube channel. The link is in the description. Click on that link and, and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel so you'll be notified when we go live. And 147 weeks we've been doing it. You can check out all the past episodes there. Uh, Larry said, love is like oxygen. You get too much, you get too high. Not enough, and you're going to die. Well said, Larry. I don't know if he took that from a song. Oh, it doesn't even know it. I don't know. Lisa, Lisa said she loves us. She's got to go. Take care. Thank you, Lisa, Lisa. Love you, too. Lisa and the cult jam. Yes. Um, so, exciting times, um, sort of. Tumultuous I mean, times in the in the United States and in the world, Steve. What are you talking about? about yeah. you know, continue to live your best life. Do what you enjoy. Yes. Life is short. Agreed. And I'm going to continue to do that. I am stuck here at home, but I'm fortunate enough to have a nice place to live. I have, I can stay in touch with the outside world, just Tasty like I'm doing here. Um, I I signed up for Instacart, which is awesome. That's how I'm getting my groceries now. Um. I love Instacart. The guy and, wheel a cart right to the door. No, but it's a it's a it's an app, and you pick your. <laughs> I see the guy running up the street, like pushing the cart. Like I gotta get to Steve's house, man. That would be that would be unique. That would be Instacart, uh, like a rickshaw, but with a shopping cart. But you sign up, um, and you pick your supermarket, and you pick your stuff, and it's delivered very quickly. So um, that is awesome. Uh, Bob said nothing in Virginia is canceled yet. The wedding event ban is booked seven to eight times a month. So Excellent. it's different everywhere. Yeah. It's and good, man. Enjoy it while you can, you know? Luke put up a video, and I don't know what it is because I can't see it here. Um, so anyway, again, Luke, thank you so much for setting up the GoFundMe for me yeah, because I man, can't Luke. work. I, I'm not going to be able to work for a long time. I have no other source of income. So um, – I, but I am working on CBC still. That's my only thing that I can do, but I don't get paid for it. So the link is in the description. If anybody want to throw in a buck or two to that GoFundMe or share it or both. So it gets around and, uh, you know, and I'll be able to pay my bills and get by for the next few months or however long I have to be here with yeah. oxygen. It, it could be a long time. I don't know. So thank you, Luke, again, for doing all that work, man. Really appreciate you for doing all that. Awesome. Um, and what else What else you got, com got coming up? You got gigs coming up? Yeah, I got gigs in three weeks. We're, we're gigging. And then, uh, you know, Labor Day weekend, we're playing again on Sunday. And then, uh, yeah, we're booked through the end of the year. We got, you know, two or three gigs a month right through until uh, January. So it's good. So you, know, you have providing, providing places don't get, you know, get locked down. So nothing in Jersey is getting canceled yet. No bands or nothing. Not not so far. No, they're having um, the Barefoot Festival this weekend in in down in uh, Wildwood. The what? It's called the Barefoot Festival. It's like country band music fest. Thirty thousand oh, okay. thirty thousand people a day. Outdoors, you know, and uh, you know you got to wear masks, but uh, yeah. So we'll see. But it's not canceled. It's it's on as of today. Okay. It's cool. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Olivia asked if, if we like Muse. Uh, Tony is a huge fan. Yes, I Saw love him Muse. live. 
Um, I love them too, but uh, I think Tony, you're a bigger fan because you saw them live. Top and three concerts, yeah, they were great. Yes, um, I think they're great as well. Love those um, guys. Yes. Shoot. We can Shoot. talk more about Muse next week. Tune in next week for more Muse talk with Tony B. <laughs> Perhaps next week. Uh, what do you think of the beard? Should I shave it? I think you should shave it, like, do something really, like, cool with it. Like, make, like, zigzags, like Charlie Brown zigzags on the cheeks. And Charlie then maybe Brown? Shave, yeah, like, like, like Charlie Brown shirt with the zigzag thing. And then maybe shave off, like, the mustache like this and leave just the center. Or, like, do, like, a backwards Fu Manchu, maybe. Something cool. Maybe just shave off the middle, like, under your nose and leave everything else. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, do something good, Steve. Surprise some, us, you know. Make, Tune in some- next week for Steve's Beard Tricks. I'll make some for my beard art. Yes, beard art. <laughs> Beardart.com. Beard you art. thought sandcastles were cool. Wait till you see beard art. <laughs> you will not believe your eyes. Greg said it looks good. Give it a trim. Yes. My Steve hair, dude. Steve will be selling his beard hair on another GoFundMe site if you live like, purchase some. My hair when I got out of the hospital was this my hair was one giant knot. I spent an hour and a half just picking at it with my fingers, getting getting it out. And I had to cut I had to cut some of it because it was some of it was um, snip, snippety snip. Like uh, like a big ball. Like I had to cut because it was it was just not salvageable. Anyway. No bueno. no bueno. Anyway, people out there, please protect yourselves. Do whatever you can to not catch <laughs> this virus. Hey, have you seen you ever see fabric scissors? You know what those are? Yes. They're they're zigzag patterned. Yes. You should cut your beard with that on the bottom. Like, let it grow a little longer, then cut it off. Like, have like a, you know, system of a down type unicorn beard and then cut the zigzag at the bottom and then cut your hair on both sides, even with the bottom of your beard. That would be tremendous, dude. If you had a unicorn beard with a zigzag cut on it and like a Dutch boy haircut at the same level. Because you're not going to be gigging for like six months. So, it, you know, the only people that are going to see you are like Facebook and, you know, well, do them in the rest of the world. For eternity. Really fun with it. Well, this is, this dude, is, I got a so month. many ideas. We'll this talk is a month. So to, to get like a long, longish beard, yeah. it's going to take a long time. This is going to be like a contest. Write it, you know, tell Steve what you'd like to see him do to his beard, and we will take the best, most unique idea, and we will execute on it. All right. We'll, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> I still like my Dutch boy uh, system of a down idea. I'll, 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 you, I'll, I'll consider big. it. Okay. All right. Everybody out there, please protect yourselves. Get the vaccine if you want to, if you can. Wear your mask. Don't get this virus. It sucks, and um, it, you don't want it. Um, go to uh, YouTube. <laughs> the link is in the description. <laughs> Subscribe to our channel, Caravan Central, and the GoFundMe link is in the description, too, if you want to throw in a buck or two to help uh, save my ass. Um, uh, happy to be back. I'm happy I didn't die. And uh, <laughs> Me, too. Iceandsand.com. Don't cut your hair with fabric scissors. Okay. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 